Welcome to Chuck Daddy After Hours. I'm your host, Chuck Daddy. I'm here today with Josh Giles. We're doing a little bit of a test episode, but I think we're going to release this one because I'm pretty impressed with this young man. Josh has been doing all my social media postings every morning at 7 a.m. like clockwork. On top of that, he's an aspiring bodybuilder and an all-around great dude. And uh, Josh, what do you want to tell the people about yourself before I start asking questions? Uh, I like working out. I'm real simple, though. I'm real simple. I just work out, eat. And watch a lot of YouTube. That's about it. I'm uh, I'm a pretty simple dude too. So, yeah. so let's do this, Josh. We're gonna get to know you here. We're gonna ask some questions. This shit may get a little emotional. It is what it is. We don't have to release it. But yeah. uh, why don't you uh, why don't you give me the Josh Giles story? Take me back. Take me back as far as you want to take me back. And uh, and let's move forward with it. Let's get to know you. Give me the history. Let's see. Let's see. Dang. Oh, let's see. What the heck? Okay. So, basically, I grew up in, like, my mom and dad weren't married. So, they had me out of the wedlock. So, they were just, it was, like, a lot of arguing back and forth with my mom's side. And my dad, because my mom's side didn't like my dad. So it was just like like, like uh, a lot of chaos when I was younger. And I was the only child for like a long time. So I must have been, I don't even remember that stuff. But I was like, so when, let's see, my sister came tonight. Yeah. That's when like everything changed. It was like, it's just weird. How many, how many brothers and sisters you got? I have... Like, in the same family or, like, everything? Well, I mean, you either got brothers and sisters or you got got half-step-brothers. Yeah. So So I have, like, a lot of half-brothers and sisters. Three sisters. I mean, two two sisters, one brother. Okay. But half, one half-brother, like, way older than me. They're all older than us. Okay. Uh... And like three, probably five stepsisters. So you have five stepsisters and one half brother. Yeah. You got any like full brothers or sisters? Yeah, one full brother and two younger sisters. All right, so you got you got a pretty big family. Doesn't that mean you're never gonna be alone in this world? Family isn't everything, I don't think. No, it's not everything, but it's pretty important it can help you or hurt you yeah hurt you is like the number one thing mm-hmm. that's where all the jealousy comes from too it starts in a family so all right so if you don't mind me asking like how were you hurt tell me about this jealousy mm-hmm. no I'm just saying it happens in the family I'm not I don't think no one's jealous in my family but I just feel like sometimes people feel like they're better than you you know yeah, I got you. Well, like they're honestly like my sister, she's smarter than me. My like sister's smarter, smarter than me too. Like book smart, smart, crazy smart. Mm. 
But I just feel like they try to get me jealous because, like, she's getting college looks and stuff. Okay. Because in high school, I wasn't. I got college looks, but my grades were like shit. I had like a one point nine GPA. D is for diploma. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I passed. Like, I barely passed high school. Okay. I didn't go. To, I didn't even like class. Like class school was not for me. I mean, what's there to like? I just went for gym, football practice, and lunch, and go Sweet. talk to this counselor, Miss Saracino. That's the only thing I went to school for. What'd you talk to her about? Like life, but we, but me and you talk about. Okay, so give me an example. I'm kind of curious. So, like, if I have, I'm having like a hard day or something, like something's hard in my chest, I just go to her her office, stay for a period. And then chill and go back to class. Okay. And this is this is in Passaic. This was Passaic Tech era, Wayne, New Jersey. So pretty much they're gonna pass you anyway as long as you're showing up. Yeah. That's all basically all high school though. Okay. But I was like the one of the best uh, football players too. Yeah, you were telling me that. Tell me more about it, because then you go to college for ball. Yeah, I went to uh Back on, first, I could have had a. I don't like saying this because it's cut up what it should have stuff. I don't like doing that, but okay. But could have had learn from it. Yeah, I could have had one offer at U Albany. My boy goes to his house. I'm so happy for him that he goes there. I want that was my dream school actually. Once I started realizing what football is about, I wanted to go there so bad. So, U Albany was one off record I had, and Morgan State was another one. Where's Morgan State? Oh, I think they have Howard's a rival. So, Howard's probably DC. Morgan's probably Baltimore. Howard is, uh, Howard's like one of those historically black colleges. Yeah, right? so is Morgan. You know, you know how my reference for Howard is, uh, you ever see that movie Us? With the old guy? No, Us is like this black family. That's four. Right, and uh, it's a it's a horror movie. Really? Oh, no, like a whole bunch of clones of them, and the dad is always walking around like a Howard T-shirt. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I think my I think my mom's uh, my wife's mom also went to Howard. Right, it's a good school. Yeah, I heard some good things about it actually, and uh, I think it is a pretty good football school. I didn't like the food though. Well, I, I, like I've been working with you, and I, I understand a little bit about how <laughs> this to you because yeah. it's, it's not just taste great. It's also uh, building material and energy. Yeah. I had, I, if the food wasn't right, I wasn't going there. The food had, like, that was the number one thing. College food is second to, like, I don't know, airplane food or military food. I don't yeah, know which one was terrible. Morgan had a uh, Chick-fil-A. Yeah, Chick-fil-A is fucking rock. You've been to prison? Um, only for 48 hours. Oh, that still counts. Long enough to know the food is sucks, and I, I don't really want to go back. But that's Bologna. a long story for a different time. Maybe uh, maybe I'll let you interview me about that at a later date. Word. So give me a little bit more about the past. Like, tell me about your mom and dad. Obviously, they weren't together. You are born out of wedlock. Technically, you know, I'm not saying this to hurt you. Technically, that makes you a bastard. I mean, Word. I got out of wedlock, too. Does that fucking bother you at all? More that I did my research on like that stuff, 
the more I like understood, like it's not a bad bad thing. Okay, it's because, not because marriage is not real anyway. It's a man made institution. Yeah, but it's like in the Bible, it's like once the person, the like the couple, have the baby out of wedlock, the per the child is illegitimate. I don't know how to say the word. Illegitimate. So it's not valid. Yeah, and then when they get together, that firstborn. He's legitimate now. So, like, he takes on, I feel like he takes on, like, all the the karma of the the parents. Like, mm -hmm. he has to battle that shit. You know? Yeah. Okay, I get it. She, but, yeah. I get it. My, uh, my parents got married before I was born. Otherwise, I pretty much would be in the same boat as you. You know, I don't fault them for it. It is what it is. Definitely seen the pictures of my mom pregnant in a wedding dress, and uh, well, you were conceived before the marriage. Correct, but so you were a bastard. So who the fuck cares? Where? And even if I wasn't, after they got married, there's still plenty of people that would tell you that I am. Where? I don't know. I'm just wondering if it bothers you. If you've seen anything work against you, because this is clearly something that some of my kids are going to have to deal with. So. Anything Honestly. else negative about it, positive about it? No, I'm cool with it. I really don't care. Yeah. Because it makes sense. It's cool. No, I got you. Okay. Like it, it make... <clears throat> Everything's going to work in my favor, I feel like, just because of that situation. Mm. I mean, I, I wouldn't really let it bother you. It's It's kind of like... Kind of like, you know why the rearview mirror of a car is as small as it is? You know, the one in the middle of a windshield? Why? It's 185th the size of a windshield because it's about how important the past is. Mm, yeah, the past. I mean, Pat, so, so tell me more about your mom and dad growing up. What do we got to know about? And I mean, of... this will help too, just because people will be able to relate to you. So Yeah. Go ahead. It was man. like probably a lot of arguing. That's what it Why? is, arguing. Why? I never knew when I grew up, uh, was growing up, like younger. Like I feel so old. Like I feel 45. But it was just arguing. When I grew up to realize it was just about money, it was like, wow. Yeah, money is a big thing for people to argue about. It can get pretty fucking crazy. Um, I don't know. I mean, there's people that say that you know, money is the root of all evil, and there's people that yeah. say that lack of money is the root of all evil. And money is a money is a really weird thing because it's another thing that's just completely not real. It was created by man basically to keep everybody else in line, and yeah. it's like it's like alcohol or steroids money is like fucking steroids for the soul <clears throat> when you have um, none of it you may do some fucked up shit to get it and when you have a lot of it you really just become more of what you are and i mean i've seen a lot of people make a lot of money over the years and i've seen bad people get worse you know wind up facing fucking 30 years for some crazy shit they did and it's like i've seen i mean christ i started with a scholarship before I had money, and I just used that to push me over the line and fund it. But at the same time, since some other people do some pretty terrible shit, 
it just makes you more of who you are. And I mean, you're an ambitious young dude. I know you're working out now. You're in the gym. You've got goals. Your eyes are on the prize. You're going to get your ass on stage. And I'd say we're going to get you on stage. But the reality of it is, is that, you know, I'll help you wherever I can, but you're the one who's going to have to do the work. You're the one who's mm-hmm. going to eat the meals. You're the one who's going to have to put the fucking sleep in, get the rest, do everything else and cut everything off from society. And I mean, that's going to build your confidence pretty tremendously too. You know, that's what I was telling you like yesterday. I just want to live in a box. Well, elaborate. Like, I've just been thinking like, I just want to like have a like schedule where everything and just apply that, like comply to that schedule. Yeah, it definitely helps. I mean, that's like what I've been doing with the marketing and everything else. And, and like, if I haven't done this yet, I seriously wanted to say, like, one of the things that you've done for me, I want to say thank you, is that you've shown me some friggin' inspiration where it's like, I got this kid, he's got big goals and dreams, and I have a lot, but he's he's asking for more. And keep asking, keep chasing it, where you stick to the schedule, stick to the workouts, everything else, because it's like, I'm relearning old habits from watching you and your passion and, like, Brother, I just like having it around. Mm. You follow a schedule very well. It's it's refreshing. It's hard to find people like that nowadays. Mm. That's that football. This football is just like schedule, schedule, schedule. Yeah, it's an especially athletic. college football. Mm. Like it was just good to be a here, here meeting, film, then another meeting. Then it's like you have to eat now. I guess you had to eat, or you're just gonna be hungry. Well, yeah. Yeah. That schedule shit is in my blood now. How many how many times a day did you eat in college when you're playing ball? Breakfast, lunch, dinner. Mm. And a lot of snacks. A lot of sandwiches, like peanut butter jelly. A lot of snacks. Yeah, I, I believe me, I know you like your PB and J. Yeah. A lot of snacks though. Especially the strawberry jelly. Yeah. Yeah, that's the best. Okay, well, I mean, it's too crunchy. You, you, you've, been, you, you've been following your diet though, and uh, I haven't taken a look at you in a while. But I feel like I can see things changing. It looks like your shoulders are fiddling out more. Have you been following the diet? Yeah, a little bit. I slacked. The holidays made me slack off. So the holidays made everybody, back. everybody slack off. Yeah, it's the toughest time. I of feel the like year. shit now though. All okay. the fucking pie and shit. I feel like an asshole. <laughs> it's just time to fall back in line, man. Everybody yeah. fucking on the holidays. There, there's no bodybuilding contest between Christmas and New Year's. Don't worry about it. Yeah. And, like, I mean, at best, I'm looking at you. If we just wanted to diet you down now, you're, like, six months out. And oh, honestly, right. I'd want to get, like, another dietitian or a trainer's second opinion on just you and where it is we want to take you. And, yeah. I mean, you want that, you're ready to go. Let's keep pushing me. I'll bring somebody in. Shit, I'll, I'll do it with you because I think I could benefit from the discipline. It'd be nice to get my fucking forty-three-year-old ass get shredded, up, yeah, up on stage in a banana hammock at least one more time before I kick the bucket. That'd be cool. Besides, if I don't win or beat you, at least I'll beat the masters because, like, all you got to do at forty is get up there because there's nobody <laughs> else. Okay. There's nobody left. It's just me. It's yeah, you know, it's like here I am. Cool and uh, yeah, it'd be fucking awesome, man. One more trophy, right? Mm. I, I don't even know what the fuck. You I have a trophy room? No, I have. Uh, I have a couple trophies. I think I have like one or two at my ex's house. There's a couple in my house, like on top of that, like china cabinet, liquor cabinet thing. 
I think there's one for like placing fifth in some South Jersey thing. And one of the things where I'm like New Jersey's largest drug-free bodybuilder, my Mr. America trophy, I actually gave away to wow. train. Well, to the train. Oh, the trainer. Oh, okay. It's the trainer that helped me get there. And then dietitian. He has the trophy case in his gym. And what's even crazier is, and I love the guy, but he just closed his gym down permanently during COVID. But in 2019, I actually like had a, a framed picture of like me with like before and after pictures that he took and a trophy. And I gave it to him so he could put it in his trophy case at the gym. Because like he's got yeah, a bunch of guys. Nah, dude, I got a picture of it. I don't really fucking care. I mean, it's, okay. it's it's out there. It's forever. You can Google my name. It's permanent. Mm. That's tough, though. You could, like, just tell someone Google you. Like, Google Chuck Coat. Like, yeah, it's pretty fucking awesome. badass, right? Google me. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> that's, like, the ultimate pickup line right there. Yeah. I, I'm, Dude, Google me. <laughs> Google me. Hey, Google baby, me. Google me. <laughs> and I learned, I learned that Google me move from... Uh, Fuck, I think the guy's name is like Raymond Aarons or some shit. One of these guys that actually wrote The Secret, like one of the co-authors. The and, Secret? Uh, yeah, I was speaking, and he was a speaker there, and he gave me a card, and it had his name on it. It said, Google me. I was like, I want to get to that level one day where I could just you know, give people cards or whatever, and now I just tell chicks Google me. And like, all this bullshit comes up as like, fucking millionaire before he was 30, you know, almost won the Mr. America. Fucking crazy shit. And it's like, just still a guy, but hey, if you're impressed by it, you might as well just get on your knees and take out the cock right now. <laughs> because we don't it's all about achievements. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they're fun. Girls like them. What, what the fuck else do you want to achieve in life besides bodybuilding? I know you want to get on stage. I know you want to win some shit. But, like, give me more. It's just, like, being the best. That's what it is. The best at what? Everything. Yeah. Like, I just want to be better than everybody. I mean, like when I was growing up, I just I felt like I was like I could do that, but I never did it. It's like the confidence was never there. Cause I just never had no one there. Like my dad was there, but it was like he wasn't with the confidence part. He was he was physically present, but uh, yeah, yeah. Like the confidence shit like I never got from. Him. No, I got the. Uh... I, I got to give uh, credit where credit is due. I got, I, I got a pretty fucking amazing father and grandfather, and uh, they, they definitely pushed me. They definitely made me get uncomfortable. You know, I mean, anything from like the simplest shit, where if I like went fishing and somebody caught something and I wanted to go see it, and I'd tell them, they'd be like, "We'll go over there and ask him," <laughs> and constantly just putting you in situations where you were forced to get uncomfortable, and. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was definitely it was interesting to say the least when I was growing up. I mean, I was laughing about this last night with my wife when my dad uh, gave me the sex talk mm. at this 15, age, fifteen fifteen years old, sitting in a car with him outside the house, mm. right? And he hands me a thirty-two pack of Trojan spermicidally lubricated ribbed for her pleasure condoms, right? Oh my gosh. Never been never been with a girl. And he just looks at me and goes, Charles, don't give it away. Mm. Make them work for it. And it was like, holy shit, new perspective, posturing. These fucking bitches are privileged to be with me. Wait, what do you mean never give it away? 
like 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 don't give it away for free like like you would tell a girl like make these girls work for it oh make yeah them make them earn you well and i mean it's a different perspective or a different way of looking at it but you start to actually fucking realize and like i'd look at what i slowly started becoming you know just different incidents throughout my life go to some fucking place I remember my dad dropped a bunch of us off once at this place in mawa to go skiing called like camp gone mountain and uh you know they didn't have enough equipment they didn't have this they didn't have that and i immediately started talking to people and like well there's somebody returning skis you can bring those over here i got a screwdriver we'll fix this we'll do that whatever my dad's like do you realize that you're like a fucking man among boys over here he's like you completely just took over that situation <laughs> put everybody to work and now everybody's going skiing i'm like what the fuck? I didn't want to go. You just, you just drove us here. Thank you. I, mean, I, I got lucky with that. And I mean, another thing, I heard this the other day, like confidence, Josh, right? And yeah. the brother, like the, the bodybuilding thing that you want to achieve, right? Confidence is keeping agreements with yourself. It's your reputation with you. Nobody else, where it's like, this deep. You, well, it really is, but you've got this big fucking daunting task in front of you where you want to be a bodybuilder. I mean, I told you, it took me seven years and change to go from 160 pounds to 295 pounds back to a shredded 220 for like a day mm. to win a fucking trophy. And like, tell I did that and walked that walk and lived that fucking lifestyle. I'd never even met anybody like that. I mean, the internet wasn't what it is. You know, it was fucking dial-up. First time I did this, first time I walked into a hardcore bodybuilding gym was like probably 2000, 2001. Dang. And, you know, I, I went through college. I did everything else. I'm working. Life's fucking miserable. I'm honestly just having fucking crazy suicidal thoughts. Like, I wanted something more in life. And I started thinking of all the different things I could try or whatever. And it's like... Well, I already took this from 160 pounds to almost 300. I never seen anybody refine it. Let's see if I got the discipline to do it. And like the hardest thing in life was just to fucking tell people like this is it. This is what I'm going to do. Like I feel like telling people that I'm going to now get on stage was harder than like putting on all the muscle to begin with. Mm. Yeah. I feel you on that one. I feel you. Because people are like, what do you like to do? Da, da, da. I just tell, I don't even tell them what I want to do and stuff. Yeah. It's, uh, I feel like people like would just put bad energy out there. Like, I just want to do it. Yeah. You got to do it. I mean, there's the whole perspective of where like it's talk a lot of shit and back it up. Where I know a lot of my extended family with the whole bodybuilding thing, I didn't really tell them what I was doing, but you could see the physical changes and then. Some of them did come to competitions later. And I mean, when I decided to quit my job and start this business, which, uh, shit, I mean, we're both sitting inside of it right now. Think about that for a second. You and I are both sitting inside a thought that I had like 20 years ago. It's pretty fucking crazy, dude. And, uh, I mean, a lot of my family, I'm going to quit my job and fucking buy and sell houses and flip shit. And I don't have any money. I don't have any credit, any of that stuff. And I just got tired of listening to the, like, you're crazy, you know, get a safe, secure job. And I just stopped telling them and they stopped asking. And 
three, four, five years later, when I'm throwing fifteen, twenty thousand dollar Christmas parties in these big ass restaurants with Santa, they start showing up again. It's like it works. That's where I'm at with my dad right now. I don't tell him <laughs> what I'm doing. Huh. I don't tell him like nothing. He's okay. really like high and by. Okay. Yeah. And if you did tell him, do you think he would listen? He would answer with a question, so I guess that's not listening. So how would he answer it with questions? Like he would just be sarcastic answering with questions. Not even sarcastic, he'd just be rude. Like give me an example. I don't know. Example, uh I have no idea. But it'll be like, I'd just be like, uh, like I'll probably walk around with no shirt. Like, yeah. Ask me if you see like any difference. You're like, no, blah, blah, blah. Keep, you have to keep going. Blah, blah, blah. Like it just gets, it turns, it will turn negative. Okay. And I mean, I'm sorry that's happening to you. And I get it. It's your dad. But it seems like you're doing what you can to, to remove it from your life. I mean, yeah. You're in school. You like coming here. You like going to the gym. And I mean, you're a young man. How old are you now? Twenty-two. Yeah, you're you're at that age where like home is pretty much just for sleeping. Yeah. And, and eating, and the rest of the time you got to be out there grinding on your fucking purpose, trying to figure out what the fuck it is you want to do, trying to build that confidence so you can build the next thing, and eventually success comes, and so do women. One level or another. I mean, you start racking up accomplishments, and they're almost like groupies. For sure. I got. <laughs> I got nowhere else to explain it, but I mean, you help me manage my social media. Sure, you've seen some of these fucking DMs and whatever. And it's like, I'm not gonna check them. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't check them. <laughs> okay, I'm good. about to now. Okay. Yeah, you said that you did. There's some interesting shit. In there, so I'll give you the highlight reel. But now uh, that you mentioned them, definitely check them. It gets gets fucking comical because they reach out and it's like you saw me on TikTok. You know that I have a wife. You know my situation, and they're just like, you know, publicly okay. they complain about it, but then they're like, "Here's my number." That's fucking crazy. They're so backwards. Yeah, don't try to understand them. Better men yeah. than you and I have done that. It does not fucking work. Yeah, shit's it's fucking weird. It's beyond weird. Not even the same species, and uh, it, it is what it is. You got to accept it for what it is, and then you could work with it. And if not, you're gonna wind up fucking heartbroken with a job providing with one of them. And I mean, the end result in this life is the same for me and for you. you you're mean? gonna you're gonna die, and I'm gonna die. Oh, right? Yeah. You know, you're gonna be two dates on a fucking headstone: the day you were born and the day you died. Sure. The only thing that fucking matters is the dash in between and how you spent that time. You can't take the body with you. You can't take the fucking money with you. Honestly, if you really want this fucking bodybuilding thing, now is the time. You're young. Right? You can't chase it later. You can't get back your youth. Yeah. So now's the time. Fucking go hard. And, uh, shit, dude. I mean, you need something, whatever. If I don't, like I told you before, if I can't give it to you, ask. I'll point you in the right direction. I'll do whatever I can. But, I am. Uh, I'm definitely enjoying it. I'm. I'm enjoying watching you improve and go after it. And if you want to structure the rest of your life and come up with routines and everything else, by all means, fucking do it. 
because uh, just look at how you're structured with the social media, the routines, and your workouts. How could it get any worse? Yeah. Right? And here comes a real mind fuck. I remember this one. And the time will come when you're like 25, right? You have a girlfriend. You go on fucking you you go on vacation, right? And you wake up the next morning at you know six twenty a.m. like you're gonna go to work, and you won't know what the fuck to do. You've been doing all these routines and habits and patterns for so long. Gonna go crazy. So, tell me more about your goals, Josh. Where do you want to be a year from now, five years from now, ten years from now? Take me into the future. Where's this all going? I know about the bodybuilding stuff. You could break that down if you want. Give me more. Make me feel. Year from now. Yeah. So, 2023? Yeah. Twenty twenty three I probably wanna be getting ready just to like go on stage. Okay. So we got twenty twenty two, right? You're you're refining a little bit. We spend the rest of twenty twenty two bulking. Just fucking getting huge. Even until the summer? You could. That'd be insane, that'd be cool, yeah. I spent I mean I spent years doing it and then fucking up trying to cut down without being able to do it the right way. Mm. And, uh, I mean, other than that, what else? Give me more. YouTube, I see, like, I want my YouTube channel to grow. Yeah. Then I'm going to start doing more, uh, reactions. Okay. Uh, probably get more equipment, like, just play the game. They mm-hmm. do streamings on the game and stuff. What else? And the confidence part just has to come in, so I can just do like pranks and stuff. Yeah, make people laugh and shit. I mean, we got plenty of YouTube equipment. We got plenty of shit if you want to use it. Yeah. But like, why do you want to do that? It's just to make people laugh and like, I don't want to work. I just want to do what I want to do. Like, I want to like... do what I like to do, actually. Yeah, if you do what you love. And you love what you do. You never work a day in your life. Yeah. I mean, at the same time, I I, I love what I do, but I put myself through some shit over here, right? And, I mean, Christ. Today I had to raise 30 grand out of fucking nowhere. A couple days before that I had to raise 260. Next month, I got to raise a million fucking dollars, Josh, to buy two houses. It's uncomfortable. There's a lot of times I don't want to do it. There's, there's a lot of times I don't want to do it, but uh, I like the end result. The end result is I got, a, I got a gym in my house. I wake up every morning when I'm done fucking sleeping. Linton comes over. We work out. We talk about business, and I start my day. And, uh, you know, is there a more... Is there a more lucrative way that I could run my life? Probably, but being healthy, staying in shape, working out, being strong, this shit is like important to me. It makes me feel like me. Yeah. 
And uh, that in itself is pretty important because there've been some pretty big chunks in my life where I didn't feel like me. Just felt totally fucking lost. So yeah, that's how I feel sometimes. Yeah, like lost. We all do. It's normal. So, 2023, you want to work on getting on stage. I mean, what does your YouTube channel look like now? What is about like eight subscribers, something like that? Three, mm-hmm. four videos. Okay. That's about it. So, I know. I want to make you- a lot of videos, then just like start posting them one by one. Yeah, like I, like I know for me, like uh, just. Before there was social media, it was talk shit and back it up. But if you go, like on my personal Facebook, back to 2010, right, 2011, there's a lot of transformation pictures. And it was just like, if you go from this month to next month, I'm going to be this much leaner. And then, like, you have to do it. And you're putting up pictures and you're putting up videos of your transformation. And it's almost like social media for accountability, not that anybody fucking cares that much, but you're going to think you. Yeah, and you, you don't want to look like shit in front of you. You don't want to embarrass you. Yeah. You, sure. think you, you think you can do something like that? Because that's like, yeah. that's fucking confidence in itself, bro. But I was, yeah, that's what I was about to ask you. Uh, that video I showed you, should I just post that one and then? Which one? What? The one uh, you showed Ivan. Why not, dude? And just post that and like what two three months from now just post another one yeah be like let's see how much progress i make from here to here you know and give them a date put it okay. up it doesn't have to be perfect but good enough is good enough and someday yeah. you probably look back at it and i mean dude I, I wish i had more videos and pictures and i don't because technology just wasn't there so yeah it, it's afforded you this opportunity to talk shit and back it up. And I mean, it's afforded you this opportunity for digital accountability. Yeah. Maybe someday, 10, 20 years down the road, you look back on it with your kid. I mean, shit, you, 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 you edit this podcast, right? Mm -hmm. You upload it on your channel. You upload it on my channel. You throw out an anchor. 10, 20 years from now, you might look back at it as a turning point and I might be dead. But hey, you got what the fuck? What? I'll be 63. Yeah, that's not... That's still young. Oh, come on. Do I really have to get fucking old? It's like 70... No, 80... No, 90s old. 90s old, dude. 90s really fucking old. All right. So, 2023, you want to diet down, you want to get on stage. Yeah. You got it that depends written? how much I weigh. You got that written down somewhere? 2023, no. I should write it down. You got a pen? Write it down. But if I'm on like 260 or 250, okay. I, I don't want to do it. What do you weigh right now, Josh? Like probably 250 right now. I'm around there. 245, 250. Okay. So how big do you want to be on stage? Like 250, 260. It's a, it's a fucking big boy. Yeah, I was 290, but I wasn't muscle, though. No. I was 290 before. 
I mean, dude, on stage, I'm between like 210 and 220. For real? For real. Right? That's how I feel I would be if I cut down, probably like 220. You know how you know how big Arnold Schwarzenegger is on stage? What? He's 6'1", 220. What? He looked like 240. Like... Nah, that's it. Just stripped the all heck? the fucking... Stripped all the fucking fat off. That's Google it right now if you don't believe me. That's fucking crazy. Matter of fact, I believe I can do it. You can still see me, right? Yeah. Here we go. I'm going to type that shit in. So what about five years down the road? Five years? I would like to be living comfortably. Traveling. Not living comfortably. Living free. But traveling. Doing shows. Okay. And helping people. Well, Arnold Schwarzenegger's heaviest competition weight was 235. Are you serious? Yeah. That's crazy. What the? He looked bigger. He did. So I'll throw this at you, too. You do some of these drug-free shows. If you can get on stage shredded, right? Yeah. 10 to 20. There's nobody else. There's nobody else that big. For real? That's natural. Yeah. You're lucky if there's two or three people in your weight class. There's not many people that big. That's fucking funny. And at six one six two, that's yeah. I mean, start thinking about it. You're an athlete. Show me a guy at six one or six two. That's two twenty with abs. Dorian Yates. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking what? He was six what? I think he's like five nine, dude. Uh, I don't count them. Uh. Nobody. That's a good one, yeah. Nobody. Like abs? I want abs so bad. Why? Because they look good. Okay. And it's like you can take your shirt off. That's the confidence right there. Yeah, they work. Dorian Yates is 5'10". 5'10". 267. Yeah, I mean, the abs work. It's, uh, I'm not going to lie. When you're in... Fucking stupid, ridiculous, like jacked up shape, and you go take a Bikram yoga class. You know what that is? No. Okay. So as you start cutting down, this is something you're definitely gonna want to do when you start to look good. You ever take a yoga class? No. Okay, but you know what a yoga class is, right? Yeah, I know what yoga is. Yeah. It's a bunch of chicks wearing tight clothes, stretching in a room, right? So Bikram, <laughs> so so Bikram yoga, right? Is a bunch of chicks stretching in a room, you know, 30, 40, 50 girls, and they turn the heat up to 110. So everybody's wearing a bikini or underwear, be wearing your fucking shorts and nothing else. You'll be the only fucking guy, and when it's what? over, it's like you're a monster, and they all want to take pictures with you. That's easy. Yeah, Come back to my place. <laughs> Not even because you got so much going on at that point just to maintain like no time. that, right? And it's like, all right, I remember I used to do them at like 9 a.m. on a Saturday. 
and they'd be over by like 10. And like afterwards, girls would be like, oh my God, can I take my picture with you? Can I do this? Can I do? And it's just fucking crazy, right? It's just easy as shit ever. And it's like, yeah, give me your number, do whatever. And like, what are you doing? Like, well, I'm going to go home. I'm going to take a shower. I got to eat again. Then I got to work out. I got to sleep. I got to do this. Like, I have everything planned out for the next three months. So if you can fit into my schedule, I even took some of these girls out on dates. It was like, what do you want to do? I'm going to go to the grocery store and I'm going to go home and do meal prep. If you want, you can come with me. And that's the date. If you want, you could come with me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing it either fucking way. You can come with me. Right. And you start giving them little orders where it's like, yo, get, get that cart, meet me in aisle two. All right. Find me, you know, I need 10 pounds of chicken breast. Go find me the best deal. She comes back and she does it. Great. That's compliance. And you keep just giving, cut this up, fry this, take out my cock. Right. Just, Direct command, direct command, direct command, direct command. We're compliance, though. Yeah, well, it's exactly it. It's compliance. And you're you're establishing that boss relationship. And the shit works. So just saying, but it's like they are attracted to you because of the success you have or what you are about to achieve. Clearly, your physical stature will show that. You are not going to break the routine that you've established for them. They are going to enter your frame. You are not going to enter theirs. They can come into your world. It's a fucking privilege, but they cannot pull you off track. If they pull you off track, I don't care how fucking pretty they are. They are valueless, and they are there to sabotage and hurt you. You know, hey, you want, what, you want a cookie? No, stick the fucking cookie up your ass. I got yeah. shit to do. If I got free time, you're here to amuse me. And if not, maybe you could do some laundry. And just keep focused on what it is that you want, and you'll keep attracting more and more of them simply because you've achieved things in life. At least that's been my experience. No, that makes sense. That sounds right, though. I can't tell you how many girls in my life I've taken on meal prep dates. Yeah. And many from Bikram yoga classes. What are you going to do after that? Well... It's Sunday, so if you'd like, I'm going to go to the grocery store at 6 p.m. After that, I'm going to check out. I'm going to come back. I'm going to do meal prep. It's going to do, take about two hours. I can cook us a healthy dinner. Afterwards, I can plop, probably block off two hours for sex slash extra cardio. Says, my heart rate monitor, because if not, if I don't get the workout in there, I'm going to leave you in bed sleeping. I'm going to go jump on the treadmill. Something I need to accomplish. There's somewhere I need to get. And for some reason, that just those blinders on, it's attractive to women. You're mm. focused on what it is that you want. And uh, showing that much control and discipline over your own life, right, is going to set you up to have control and discipline over the lives of others and help them guide themselves to what they fucking want in business, life, whatever. I mean... I think that's a big part of the reason why you and me connected, but you might have just thought I was funny, too. Why don't you tell me? Yeah, you were funny, though. That's why I found your TikTok. It was, not, it was probably like the third, second, or second time uh, I've seen it. I had to, like, follow you and stuff and hit you up. It was, it was funny stuff. Okay, well, you can keep it entertaining, too, man. And uh, I know you got a sense of humor. You just got to... Um, you, you just got to not be afraid to let that out there. Because yeah. It's like a lot of people don't get it. And they, they think I'm being rude. Okay. 
How many times have I been kicked off TikTok? I'm on my fucking. Oh. <laughs> I'm on my. I'm on my twentieth account, right? And, right. So a lot of people think that, right? The way that the scale works is people are gonna like you, or right, people are gonna love you, like you, dislike you, or hate you, right? Yeah. And that's not how it works. It's like you got two ends on this scale. Over here is like. Over here is dislike. And most people just fall into the like dislike category or even worse indifference. And then there's only like 10% of the people in the middle who aren't afraid to be fucking hated and aren't afraid to be loved. And if you just don't give a fuck what other people think, and I got lots of people that hate me, right? And I'm talking and I'm interviewing all these people on this fucking podcast from TikTok that have hundreds of thousands or millions of followers. But they, some of them don't make any fucking money off of it, and some of them don't even make a living. They still have to work 50 hours a week, and it's because... So how do they, don't they monetize their TikTok? I'm afraid of offending somebody. What if I hurt somebody's feelings? Fuck you, right? I speak my mind. I got a following of people who believe what I believe, who like what I like, and Jesus fucking Christ, next week we're going to close our third house, funding it with people from TikTok, off of fucking stupid dating and motivational videos that you and I have been putting out there. You realize that shit? Yeah, that's crazy, though. It's crazy. And, my, and, and I got 20,000 people on here, and I got people that I talked to, like dude from last night, who he's only got 200,000. It's only 10 times what I got, and he can't even pay his fucking bills. So figure that one out, and just you don't care what people think of you with this bodybuilding goal. You're isolating. You're doing you. But I assure you, there are other people out there like me and you. You got a personality. You got a sense of humor, but you hide it because you're afraid to offend people. And what I'm telling you is if I was having a conversation with myself right now and I'm 43 and I'm talking to me at 21, give less fucks than I even did then. Don't give a fuck what people think of you. Be the purest version of yourself you can be. Yeah. You will be happier. Not everybody's going to love you. Some people are going to love you more. Some people are going to hate you more, too. And you just got to get to the point of where you don't care anymore and you don't lose any sleep at night because you already told me, and not in so many words, you don't have any desire to be an employee. Oh, yeah. You just want to do what it is that you want to do. So please stop caring what other people think now. It's not going to make it easier. It might make it harder at times. But... You're also not faking it. And at my age now, I got friends telling me, you know, if I could do it all over again, these are fucking bankers and lawyers. I would care less about what people thought of me. So they don't like their career? Their like career, the their fucking life, whatever. Um, she is just like... But where does the confidence, like... It's just like the parents, though. That's probably what it is. My parents just always been negative. Okay, and that's. I mean, I got negative. That's probably that's the family too, but that's just that's just a piece of it. Yeah. That's just a piece of it, right? And you can't control who your parents are. That's already done, right? So you can pay attention to them, or you cannot pay attention to them. But right now, for you, confidence is going to come from achievement. So, you know, small victories and small agreements lead to bigger ones where 
you texted me the other night. You're in a 500 pound squat club. Yeah. I, I kind of felt some fucking happiness with that text. You accomplished something, right? And that just takes you closer to the bigger goal that you have. Mm-hmm. I think what you got to do is start writing this shit down and just have more clarity, and that'll allow you to compartmentalize and section off and plan your life like you want to. I'm not even saying it's a bad thing, Josh. It ain't going to be easy. I think it's going to be a good thing. You just need to fucking do it, brother. Yeah, like get more organized with my thoughts. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, figure out what it is you're willing to give up, what it is you're willing to sacrifice. I need a piece of paper. Sacrifice? What's, what's the other word? Figure out what you need to give up. Figure out what you need to sacrifice. And you know what? You may not need a piece of paper because you're going to go back and you're going to edit this later. Oh, yeah. I'm recording everything for you. You know, and this may not be a bad thing for us to do once a year or every quarter or whatever, just so we can go back and look at it. But I mean, I know when I was done in my 20s with bodybuilding, I actually wrote a message to myself. You know, it's I'm going to do this by this date, just financial goals and what I'm willing to give up. I'm willing to give up relationships with women i'm willing to give up getting married i'm willing to give up starting a family that's how much attaining this level of wealth or richness or whatever the fuck you want to call it meant to me just like how much bodybuilding meant to me and with the same level of clarity and this is really something i need to revisit now too so i hope you understand that just doing this with you right now is actually helping me too it just helps you stay mentally on track to the point where like, this is it. This is where I want to go. And without that clarity, you're just never going to get there. So maybe spend a little bit more time with yourself and more clarity. You know, get on stage by 2023. And somewhere I'm sure I wrote down, be Mr. Olympia. Right? Well... He's almost Mr. Fucking America, number two in the nation. That's not that fucking bad, right? There's a Bruce Lee quote. I think it's uh, sometimes a goal doesn't even have to be attainable. It just has to be a target that you can aim for. You ever hear the phrase, shoot for the stars, hit the moon? Yeah. Okay. Well, you want that big goal, but you got to break it down into little goals, which can be lift X amount of whatever, eat this many meals, achieve this much body fat, get on stage. Now you're there. Now you now you can call yourself a bodybuilder. Now you're really there. You are a competition bodybuilder. I promise you the second you fucking drop that first foot off stage, you'll be like, holy fuck, I did it. And I worked how many years to get there? Well, that's probably crazy. Well, how many people your age, right, I started with this goal in mind, afraid to tell people at 17. What goal? Just to get on stage as a bodybuilder. So 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. Again at 24, right? It's fucking seven years from your teens to your 20s just doing the same thing over and over and over and adapting it and tweaking it. And I mean, Christ, I feel like I learned more about bodybuilding from my grandmother teaching me how to save money 
than I did from a lot of coaches to where it's just, Josh, just put away a little bit every day. And years from now, you'll have something pretty awesome. And it's true. It's fucking true, dude. So could you do something for me? What? Just give me more clarity on some of these goals. All right. Like laser kind of focus, right? And we could dial them in, but definitely want the clarity from you. And let's write them down. Let's hang them up. Let's tape them up on the fucking wall in the studio. Because like, yeah. if you don't hit them, I want, you to, I want you to be embarrassed. I want it to hurt. Yeah. But you know it's there, and you know if you do what you're supposed to do, you're not going to get hurt. So stare at it, let it piss you off, and let it make you act. And I mean, a lot of times, like, I, I take some of this shit for granted that I could do, like the shit that I just pulled off today, but uh, not my first fucking rodeo. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Thirty grand. Yeah, and that's that's fucking dirt, dude. I have somebody here commenting that they could hear a whooshing noise. I think it's probably the whooshing noise in the studio. And this is all right. We're dialing shit in. Oh yeah, that. It's all good, bro. Yeah, we're working the bugs out. I get it. So. I'm going to ask you another question, Josh. We're going to keep moving this forward a little bit. You ready? Yeah. What's the biggest challenge you're facing in your life right now? That's a good question. Like, what's, what's stopping you from having what you want? Probably me. Okay, elaborate. How are you the biggest challenge that you're facing? Because I'm, I have to do the work. I have to do, like, I have to do the work. Yeah, you have to do the work, but you're doing the work, right? I don't like, feel like patience. That's what it is, then. Okay, you you want it now? Yeah, I don't want it. Like I know Instagram, like is nothing comes right now. No, especially not with what you want. You, you you want something that money can't buy. Yeah, and that that's like kind of what pushed me through the bodybuilding thing too. Is like at a pretty young age, I was working with a lot of people that had a lot of money, yet because I had this physical stature and physique, it commanded respect, and it was like motherfucker. You have everything in the world, but your fat fucking rich ass can't have this, all right? So this is how it's going to work. I'm going to go do this. I'm going to do whatever. And if you're going to fucking talk back to me or you don't like this plan, I don't have to say it, but we both know that I could throw you out the fucking window. We're like a monster in the suit, too. Yeah. Well, I know it. I mean, it helps. But patience is like my number one problem. Elaborate on that. Tell me more. How is patience your problem? Because you're, in my eyes, you're doing the work. You're at the gym every day. You're supposed to be there. You, you must be eating your fucking meals because I can see a change in your body through your fucking sweatpants. So, 
Where's the patience? Where's the problem? It's just like I want my life to change. Change how? Tell me more. Like I want the money and stuff. Like okay. I know it's not for the money, but I just want to live different. Why do like you I feel like I'm I feel like I'm ready to live better. Why why do you want the money? What does it represent to you? That I could do whatever I want. So I have my own stuff. Is it about the money? It's more about freedom, really. It's like free. I don't have to listen to nobody. I have no money. I mean, I have a couple of these like pretty primal thoughts, right? From when I was young, right? And the first one was I knew I wanted to be big, like physically large. Uh, I knew I wanted to be like successful or rich in some way. And I knew I wanted to achieve yeah. some, some level of fame, right? And I mean, the bodybuilding thing, I checked that box that made me pretty fucking happy. I didn't take it as far as I'd like to, but I did when I took back and took a look at it and what other people had accomplished. It's like, Jesus Christ, I'm not even in like the 1%. I'm like a fraction of a percent. I mean, the fame thing, just with the speaking career and everything else, like you want it till you have it. And then you start to realize like, it's hard to go out in public with me sometimes. Like people fucking know who I am. It's, Different. It's yeah. Trust me. Talk to my wife, and it's not as bad as it used to be. But first, I've had fucking stalkers, dude. Really? I have like an alarm system and guns because of this. That's fucking crazy, right? And I mean, the rich thing was just like a dollar amount for me, but it all boiled down to like in the back of my mind. No matter where, no matter how, no matter what. I, and I have some major fucking control issues, but I wanted to be able to tell anybody anywhere if they asked me to do something that I didn't want to, fuck you, I don't need you. Mm. And it's just freedom. Like, the freedom means more to me than the money. Yeah. And, I mean, you just have to feel that strongly about it and that passionate about it, like, I'd rather be fucking dead or in jail than have a job and have to wake up and go to work. Like, I can't do it. Yeah, I don't like... Even going to school, like trade school, I don't like waking up early at 8 or whatever. No, I like, what do I wake up? Like 5.36. Okay. You dress and go to school. That's so annoying. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to tell you to chase that degree and to chase that trade if you don't want to. You know, and... Yeah. I mean, we've had this conversation. You can always go back to it, but if you want the physical goal that you want now, you know, you've got a lot of figuring out and planning to do on like how you're going to financially take care of yourself. And I know you're stepping up around here in a big way. So we got to kind of sit down and look at that and come up with more, more ways to compartmentalize your job over here and what it is that you're good at and play to your strengths. But you got to have a place to live. You got to have a gym membership. You're going to have to have oh, a trainer. Yeah. Like you're going to need somebody more experienced. And that's not that far off, Josh. That may be like six months off at best because you're making fucking progress. You're making gains. Mm-hmm. But do, like, okay, now like a steroid question. Mm-hmm. On bulking, they still take it? So... I mean, I'm going to be completely freaking honest with you, right? 
I, I have never taken anything right outside of TRT. I've, I've never taken anything like that to bulk. There oh. are there are guys that do. Uh, I don't know much about it. I mean, again, oh, I, so it's different stuff. Yeah, for me, for me to go from one sixty to two ninety five, it was honestly just eating like a horse, lifting like an animal, and a lot of sleep. And could it have been easier? Yeah, I'm sure it could have, but that might also affected the confidence and discipline that I built with it. And a lot of times I would hunt these guys down that were fucking roiding their minds out just to work out with them because I'd try to keep up. Yeah. And I mean, imagine what shit they felt like when I started to surpass them. Or that's a fact, word. So it's just something to think about. Uh, I mean, you you really need somebody to freaking mentor you. I know people I could plug you into. There's plenty of people out there, but I would really want to make sure that that they were doing or have done what they're telling you to do. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I gave you the example before. Like when, when I wanted to climb a mountain, I went to a mountain climber, somebody <laughs> who had been on Everest, right, and done this shit, and it was. Teach me how to do what it is that you did and not die. And committed a year to training for it and did it. It's the yeah. same same kind of... The only difference is instead of climbing a mountain, you want to become one. So, I mean, I've given you some names. We could find some people and have somebody walk you through it. Um, but, I mean, a lot of it is just getting you where you want to go without doing that much damage either if you've made yeah. a decision. And, I mean, look, I'm not going to tell you yes. I'm not going to tell you no. I think we should do everything we can to at least get you on stage the first time as naturally as possible. You know, we'll strip the fat off, refine everything, and then you want to bulk on it and build and refine? Let's do it, brother. I mean, yeah, like that's what I want to do. Like I want to get, like, this cut. And then just have the muscle and just bulk up again. Okay, so let's stay on me about it. Let's bring one of these dietitians or one of these trainers in and let's let's commit to it. Let's make sure that we can fucking get you there. Uh, I'll do it too. I, I need to fucking boost as much as anybody else, right? And, I mean, I hate mornings. I work out with Linton every morning. Part of the reason why I do it is because I don't want to let him down. I fucking hate getting out of bed. Right? Mm -hmm. Getting out of bed is the worst, especially in the morning. Yeah. Like if I had like breakfast cooked, that'd be different. But like why I cook, <laughs> why I cook my breakfast like the week before. I have it all ready to go in the fridge. Don't have to fucking yeah. think about it. Meals ready to go, nuke it, eat it, done. I like my breakfast like hot, fresh. Okay. Well, you're gonna have to make some decisions, right? I I'd rather work out in the evening. But I have no idea where my day is going to go. I got no idea what transaction I'm going to be tracing, what I got to accomplish. I could be sitting down talking to you. I don't know. In the morning? I would rather work out in the morning, though. You do what in the, working out in the morning? I probably, work, <laughs> I probably would rather work out in the morning. It's nice because then it's out of your way. And plus, it's like... You've done something for you to remind you that you are important. That's what I like about working out in the morning. I probably do cardio at night. Mm-hmm. Just end the night like that. 
I've been thinking about that. Like, what my schedule be like? Yeah, I mean, I used to have so many fucking long ass boring cardio sessions. You know, like two and a half hours of just walking on the treadmill. For real? One the, yeah, one of the hardest things for me was just conditioning. Just so why do bodybuilders say thirty minutes to forty five minutes is enough on uh for cardio? But they'd be I'm doing sure. like two hours there. I'm sure for some people it is. For for me it was not. I mean, I had to cut down pretty tremendously. I know if I if I talk to a lot of the trainers that I've worked with over the years that have helped me get on stage, everyone will tell you that like I turn into a fucking monster. Like I walk by weights and I get bigger. And I mean not really. I put the fucking work in. I push myself till I fucking vomit and yeah. make sure I'm getting all my meals in and everything else, but refining it, getting down to where you have abs when you're a bigger person is sometimes more difficult. Yeah. So to do these crazy cardio set. I mean, I, I learned how to fucking surf, right? On the treadmill from watching a stupid MTV show called Surf Girls about like chicks that surf. Yeah. That's just, just watching it over and over again. And I was like, fuck it. I'm going on the shore this week. I'm going to do it. And like, I actually picked it up. Fucking two hours. That's crazy. Well, I mean, yeah. you can do stuff with it, though. You can make TikTok videos now. Or two hours on tread. Two hours, two hours on the treadmill with nothing but a shitty TV in front of you in 2001. Oh, no, that's fucking... How many, how many 9-11 fucking reports can you watch over and over? I'll go crazy. That's fucking... Oh, I don't know. I'd go fucking stupid if that was me. Well, I mean, it is what it is. I you hate TV. You, you, know, you know what I did the next year when I went, when I went to get on stage? Yeah. I bought a treadmill and I put it in my bedroom of my house. Yeah. Swear to fucking God. And I would wake up in the morning at 5 a.m., sometimes at 4.30, right, knowing I had to be at the door at 6.20, and i walk on the treadmill for an hour to whatever I could get in in the morning. I'd put on a pair of fucking Tiva sandals, mesh shorts. I had a big broken mirror that I took out of one of the gyms that I used to work out at. I was like, you can have it. And I sit there and I get on the treadmill and I start walking and I watch fucking bullshit infomercial TV, which is actually where I found like the Rich Dad Poor Dad book. That was cool. Somebody just put a hat on me on TikTok. Oh. And uh, I started actually like once I had developed the confidence from getting on stage and realized like I, I was capable of doing something that not many people can do. Now it's time to make some money and now it's time to start a business. And I started listening to audiobooks. On the mm, yeah, and by the time, by the time the next year came by, where I did a couple more bodybuilding competitions and one two-hour cardio sessions, I had literally gone through every fucking audio book on finance at my local library. It was like eighty-three of them. That's crazy. So you learned everything basically. Two hours a day on the treadmill. Yeah, and I listened to them more in, in the car and driving oh, to work, yeah. at work, other things, and I mean it literally. Like burned out the entire like financial session of the uh, of the Oriel Public Library, and after that, I started learning Spanish from fucking audiobooks, crazy shit. Because smartphones weren't there, TV wasn't there, and I just was like, "Holy shit!" Like my memory is not that bad. I can just upload all this stuff to my head, and started finding different. I mean, you got to make the most of the time, and you have this dead time on the treadmill where all your fucking friends are at happy hour. 
going to bars, fucking smoking cigarettes, doing whatever. And it's like you're doing something positive. Yeah. And you wonder how I'm 43. Uh, I fucking I got gray hairs this year, and some of my friends now look like. I was gonna say some of them look like they're dead. Some of them are dead, dude. No, that's crazy. Uh, I mean, it's a bunch of choices and a bunch of habits. Yeah, it's a choice. Life is a choice. Everything is a choice, and life is nothing more than accumulation of your choices and habits. Mm-hmm. So I got, one, I got one more question for you, brother, and we're going to wrap it up. Right? Okay. And then we can uh, talk for a little bit afterwards. We can edit this stuff. I mean, I think this is pretty good, what we're putting together here. What do you think? Yeah. The people on TikTok are loving it, by the way. For real? Yeah, dude. I got like 10 people on here now, and uh, you're not going to believe this, Josh, but we got 4,300 likes since I turned this thing on. Bro. Shit, you're not, brother. I'll show you when I come in here, right? So last question, let's take it home, all right? What What is the best thing you, Joshua Giles, has going on in their life right now? What's number one? What makes you smile? What keeps you going? It makes me smile. What the heck? Eating food, eating sweets, that makes me smile. Food and sweets makes you smile. That's the best thing you've got in your life. Yeah, and I know you like food. You like we got this girl in the office named Gabby. She likes fucking sweets too. And you you might actually have her like out sweet tooth. I know you got like a cavity now. Huh? I said I know you got like a cavity now, right? Oh yeah, I had one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fixed it. Maybe you got to cut back on the sweets. Yeah, for sure. No more pie. No more pie. Okay. My, my, my pregnant wife is listening. You could just bring the pie in and leave it for her. She needs to make sweet potato casserole. <laughs> I don't know. I'll tell her to make a sweet potato casserole next time I talk to her. Uh, what's the best thing I have in my life? Yeah, what's the best thing you got going on in your life? I mean, what, what keeps you going? What's What gets you out of bed in the morning? That's a hard. Uh, that's a hard question. Wow. It's not supposed to be easy. Uh, wow, I don't know. I know you don't know, but if you did know, what would it be? You shouldn't have to overthink this too much. It's like right? just to be the best me, I guess. Just to be the best you. Yeah. And we're back to that, right? And like, motherfucker, you you are a unique individual. Like you're a very goal oriented guy. You are, right? You're, mm. you're 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 a lot different than most people your age. Like, you, you, there's a fucking man trapped inside this big boy's body. Like I, I could totally see it. That's fucking right? funny. My dad says that all the time. Yeah, okay. Well, there is. Like, there's things that you fucking want, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say you know, maybe maybe it's your drive. Maybe it's your goals. And maybe more people should know about it because yeah. it's just going to push you to get there and maybe have some thicker skin when people are negative towards you. I mean, I, I know you've seen a lot of the hate that people fucking spew at me. Do I care? Yeah, she's crazy. Do I care? 
No. I, I would I would give a fuck except for one thing. What? I don't want to. Mm-hmm. My uh, my she wife says she needs a back rub. I'm gonna send you home. You can give her a back rub instead of going to the gym tonight. She has to send me sweet potato casserole first. Sweet potato casserole in exchange for a back rub, wife. Yeah, that's how it works. But yeah, it's just about being the best. I know, and I want what I want from you. If you could do this for you. And you can do this for me. And you're working out of the studio a lot, so let's tape it up on a wall. Can you give me some clarity on those goals? Give me some hard deadlines. Okay. Let's, you know, like, we may not achieve them. That's the reality of it. But we're not going to act like that's even a possibility. So let, let's do it. Give me, give me a goal for the next year, right, that'll take you closer to what it is that you want. You got your YouTube channel. Maybe you could post a progress video once a month. And let's get on the phone with the trainer. Let's set a really hard mm-hmm. fucking goal. Let's get somebody in here. Even we got to throw them a few bucks. And let's, I mean, it'll help them get more business too. If you can talk that kind of shit, back it up and say, this guy helped me get there. You're going to be their marketing. Do you think they could uh, tell me like how long I could take to get on stage? I mean, look, I think you can do it in a year. Word. Just from looking at you, you got you got a better foundation than I did when I started, right? I was like a fucking skeleton. At least you got some muscle. Yeah, pictures? I, yeah, yeah, I do. I, I do. I can actually dig some out for you. Like when I was 160 pounds. Yeah. I, mean, I don't believe that. <clears throat> there's a picture of me over here in my office fucking suplexing somebody, but that's not the greatest picture. You still look big there. Yeah, my back is big. That's about it. I'm 160 pounds in that picture. But uh, next time I go through my scrapbook, matter of fact, I got to put some pictures away from my wife. Maybe I can uh, I'll dig some out for you. Where, yeah, please do. I got the uh, I got the 11 inch pythons. 11? <laughs> yeah. Those are not 11 inches. No, but at 160 pounds. Oh, oh, yeah, that's just crazy. Six 160. Mm-hmm. I can't even see you 160. Nah, you look that's like a fucking. You, you look like an AIDS victim. One sixty, yeah, that's fucking. My brother's one sixty. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy how like they grow up fast though. Like, what do they put in the food? Cause like these twelve year olds are looking different. I don't know, dude. Maybe it's the hormones in the chicken. Mm. All the McDonald's, right? Yeah. That's yeah, exactly. Yup, yup, yup. These kids are fucking grown as shit now. Yeah, totally, brother. They definitely get big pretty quick. I go, to, I go to the gym now, and I feel fucking small with some of these like, like college ball players. Word. <clears throat> they're they're not small individuals. What is uh? I forgot what I was gonna say. Dang, there's something about this. So oh, they said uh, about the nuggets from McDonald's. Yeah. It's like when boys eat that, it's like it grows uh, like I, a dino from that. Yeah, they grow tits. There's supposedly yeah. a bunch of hormones in the chicken. And uh, I think it's chicken in general. is supposed to be pumped full of a whole bunch of fucking hormones. Yep. And I think that's why they think that women are actually maturing at a younger age. You got a fucking girl in third grade now with tits because... 
They're pumping chickens or, for hormone. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll go even I'll go even fucking crazier, right? So when I was like 22, 23, 24, and it was bodybuilding and cutting down, they had us eating six meals a day, like food. There's no fucking protein shakes. There's no yeah, short food. So you, you have to cook and eat six fucking meals a day, right? And you do an experiment where six times a day for an entire week, you'd eat nothing but fish, like tilapia, right? This is when you're lean, Wait, and just just fish though, like no. The only fucking protein is breakfast, lunch, dinner, and three other meals, right? Just tilapia, and you take off your shirt, and your muscles look kind of fucking flat. You'd be like shredded. You'd eat chicken six times a day for six days straight. You'd be somewhere in the middle. You'd eat beef six times a day for a week, and you look like a fucking freak. Yeah, it's just crazy. Right. Beef is fucking. It's insane, right? And a lot of it, and this is going to be fucking nuts. You, you've heard of Trembolone, right? You know what that yeah. is? That's that you know, crazy stuff. Yeah, it's crazy. You know why that exists? Why? Well, it wasn't meant for me and you. It wasn't meant for, like, animals? Yeah, it's meant for animals where they'll take a cow, and three months before they slaughter it, they put it on a feedlot, and they feed it nothing but corn, only the thing like fucking doubles in size. And it's not just the feedlot. They're shooting that thing up with Trembolone. It makes their bodies fucking double and their muscle mass is double. So they make more money with it. But the reason why it's so bad for people is because it hasn't really been tested on the longevity of any leafing creature. They only give it to things that are going to die three months from now to make as much money as possible. That shit's fucking crazy. What the heck? I mean, I've watched videos of people on it. It turns your blood to like syrup. It just gets thick. Tremble on. I have to. It's on YouTube. That's on YouTube. Yeah, I mean, it's on YouTube. You can Google it, but it's it's a veterinary thing. What the heck? It's fucking nuts. And it it is meant to give to animals to double their muscle mass before you slaughter them, so you can maximize your profit. Yes, yeah, science. That's what life is, though. Yeah. Science. I mean, so fuck bit, do you know why steroids exist? Why? You've heard of World War II, right? Mm -hmm. You know who the Nazis were? Yeah, the German people. Yeah, the German people during World War II. So if a soldier got shot, right, and he lived, and they took him back to the hospital, and they're going to help him get better, it's going to take a year, two years to get this guy back on the front line. Then once he's mm. better and they get him out of bed, then he's going to have to fucking build back up the muscle mass and learn to walk and everything else again. Or you could just shoot him up with massive amounts of testosterone and he'll actually put on more muscle laying in bed. That's probably why. He would going to the gym and you get him back uh, on the front line to fight sooner. Because in Europe, they're okay with that stuff. They invented it. Mm. There was actually more advances in medical history during World War II than there was in any other time on the planet. And a lot of it, unfortunately, is because they had large populations of people that certain countries just didn't give a fuck about that they can experiment on. Wow. Pretty wild, right? Kind of makes you think maybe we should do something like that with people in jail. Just have them volunteer. We'll let you out early if we could try this drug on you. Word. But not no killers, though. Not killers. Nah. Like regular scammers or whatever. Yeah, I don't want to let any fucking murderers out. Or rapists. Nah. Fuck no. 
But it's like so create creatine and all that stuff. Trembolone isn't beef then. I mean, it, it has to be, but it's just tiny little residual yeah. amounts. But I'm telling you right now, when you get lean enough, right? When you get to that point where you can see six-pack abs, eat six times a day for six days straight, take a look before, take a look after, you, you will be two, three, four, five pounds heavier from eating that shit. And it, it's insane how full your muscles will look. Well, it's like fish. I could never get it down. Well, guess what? You're going to have to learn to. <sighs> right? And I mean, you, you got to want it that fucking bad to where yeah. if somebody told me to eat shit and sleep on a fucking picket fence to get what I wanted, I would have done it. And yeah. I got to the point of where I was working in Manhattan or running my own business. I can remember putting like two chicken cutlets in the blender with some water, purifying it and just chugging it because it only took me two minutes. For real? Yeah, or a can of tuna. What it tastes like? It's like ass. Okay. So it's, 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 a fucking, it's a fucking grilled chicken smoothie. What's it taste like? like? What's it taste like when you go get your grilled chicken later? Take two cups of water, put it in the blender, turn it on, walk the fuck away, come back and chug it. Let me know what that tastes like. Oh man. <laughs> <clears throat> Ooh. Whoa. But nah, that's fucking sick. So, like, what type of fish? I mean, I, I worked out with a guy that actually I showed you his pictures. He worked in Manhattan as a uh, – he was a sanitation worker. He, he, drove, he drove a garbage truck, and he would go into, like, the meatpacking district, and I'd give him, like, 50, 100 bucks, and he'd come back with, like, a 50-pound box of tilapia. That's crazy. Tilapia, yeah. that tastes good. You're, you're on diets. Yeah. I mean – Salmon is high in fat, so that wouldn't be – no, it's not bad for you either. I mean, it's just omega threes. It makes your body actually burn more fat. You would think that mm. it isn't good for you, but trust me, it is. I want to try salmon. Shit ain't bad. Right. Remind me. Maybe I'll make it for dinner one night. You can come over. That'd be good. Cool, salmon. I never had fish. I don't like it. Well. Well, it's always the first time for everything. Because I said it about beef. Time to uh, time to expand your horizons. Right. Like mustard and stuff, like all those condiments. Mm -mm, nah, I don't do it. I'm so like basic and picky. Like I go yeah. to a restaurant, order chicken tenders and fries. Yeah, I was uh, I was pretty picky until I decided that I wanted to get bigger. Yeah, and then I just ate whatever it took. Before that, I don't even think I liked steak. Where? Where? I never had a steak to this day. How do you make a steak? Like, I want to make one. I'll tell you what. Why don't, we, uh, why don't we fucking commit to it? And maybe I'll make you one next Wednesday. We're, there we go. A nice steak with potatoes. But you got you to gotta write down some goals for the next year with some clarity and hang them up in the studio. Could you do that for me? Yeah, for sure. Fantastic, brother. All right. I think we're going to wrap this shit up. It's getting kind of late. I appreciate it. I feel like it was beneficial. I learned some stuff. Yeah. And, uh, seriously, no bullshit, Josh. You motivate me. I just wanted to tell you that. You motivate me too. All right, cool. So let's be friends and let's keep going. I'm going to ask you one final question. What the fuck is with the, the hood? The, oh, my God, they killed Kenny Hood. Oh, it's like I'm cold. <laughs> I'm cold. And I don't have a haircut. I need a haircut. 
Oh, you're funny, bro. Yeah, haircut. All right, man. Listen, I'm, I'm going to wrap it up. If anybody listens to this, how the hell can they get a hold of you if they want to? Social media, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, Instagram, jgiles.3. Let me make sure that's it. When, when jgiles.3. You could type it up on the screen, too. Oh, yeah, we're jgiles.3. Sweet. TikTok. I put it, I just put it on here, but Instagram, follow that Instagram. JJ, I got posts on my Instagram. Yeah, you do. I would post exactly the same thing with that video that I sent to Ivan that you're going to put on YouTube. Can you do that for me by tomorrow? Yeah. All right, brother. I'm going to wrap it up. I'm going to end the recording. This has been Chuck Daddy After Hours. I appreciate you guys logging on and listening. Josh, you're a pretty amazing dude. I think we should do this again in a few months and just monitor your progress. We're... All right, brother. Sounds good. Bikini bottom. Yeah. FLCS. FLCS. Bye for now.